Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Season 5, Episode 2. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is DeAndrea Bird. DeAndrea Bird is a self-taught entrepreneur who has launched multiple successful businesses in both the brick and mortar setting, as well as the online market. Over the years, her brands have grown and blossomed into a higher purpose. As a seasoned business strategist and coach, DeAndrea has a passion for entrepreneurship and now enjoys sharing the process she used to grow by helping other entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. DeAndrea has a main focus in the area of business strategy, profit-focused productivity, digital product creation, and automation. She founded the Entrepreneur Accountability Squad, a group coaching membership designed for entrepreneurs looking to scale up their business and increase their personal development skills. DeAndrea is consistently invited to host corporate goal-setting workshops speak at various event planning conferences, women's conferences, high schools, and more. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with DeAndrea Bird. Okay, DeAndrea, welcome to She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. Oh, no one ever asked me how I was. <laughs> Thank you. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. It's always a pleasure. Okay. So I want to let you know that I read your bio and I want to say kudos to you for being a self-taught entrepreneur and also for helping entrepreneurs grow themselves personally and professionally, as well as grow their profits. So I think that's really awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So you ready to talk about leadership? I'm ready. All right. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, DeAndrea? I agree. Everybody has some leadership inside of them. I definitely agree with that. Okay. And you say they have them inside of them, but can you just give us a little bit more as to why you feel this way? Um, everybody has the ability to lead. Um, I just think they need that confidence to be poured into them or planted into them to realize that they have the ability to lead in whatever situation. Some people may be the leaders of their family. Some people may be the leaders of their friends. In different situations, everybody has the ability to be a leader. They just have to find it within themselves and find their place in the world. Okay. Thanks for that. I do totally agree with you that everyone has the ability and it is really about confidence and believing in yourself. So thanks for that. Okay. So Deandra, can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? Oh my God. I was the first child, the first grandchild, and my grandmother made a leader out of me. <laughs> so <Okay>. um, <laughs> I was what you call a leader by birth. Like you're the oldest, you need to know this. You're the oldest, you need to make sure they do this. Make sure everybody comes inside. So because I had responsibility placed on me from being the oldest, I kind of was thrown into leadership. Maybe I didn't want to be the leader, but because I was the oldest child, the oldest grandchild, I always ended up in a leadership position. 
and my family. And my grandmother was the matriarch of our family. She was the oldest of 12 kids. So just watching her helped me see the leader in myself along the way and prepared me for who I am today. Okay, awesome. Thanks for that. I love that. And that's so funny because I'm the oldest and I want to say on my at least was it both sides? Yeah, I'm the first grandchild. But and I have been a leader all my life, but I didn't realize it until I was much, much older. So I like the fact that you, you know, realized it as a younger person and just kind of embraced it and took it as it was. Well, I didn't embrace it at first. I I kind of like <laughs> hated it. Like, why do you, I have to be a leader? I'm not perfect, Patty. It was well into my late 20s, early 30s when I embraced it and was like, okay, this is who I am. You've been, I had to find my own way to being a leader. Yeah, I was a leader by default, but I had to find my own way into a way that I enjoyed it as well. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now I can definitely understand that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. All right. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. DeAndrea, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? My code of leadership is to listen first and always have a servant to spirit. In order to be a leader, you have to serve. You have to be able to give. A lot of people want to be leaders and they feel like, oh, I want to be in charge or I want the power, but they talk first and they don't listen. As a leader, you have to listen. You got to listen first, talk less, and actually be able to serve the people that are looking to you for leadership. It's not all about you. It's more so about the people that you're serving and helping than it is about yourself at the end of the day. And keep a safe space for yourself because when you pour into other people, oftentimes you have to find a way to, you know, refill your own thoughts, refill your own emotions and your own, you know, positivity. If you're that light all the time, you have to find a way to plug up and recharge your own light as well. Okay. Thanks for that. I definitely agree that listening is so important and talking less. They say, what? that's why we have two ears and one mouth, right? Because we're supposed to listen twice as much as we talk. And then the serving, right? You are totally correct with that serving and that people do often overlook that because they want to just tell others what to do as opposed to being a servant. And your last point was like something that I think every leader needs to really, really, really (laughs) take seriously is self-care, right? Because they say you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So if you're depleted, you're going to be giving people less than what they deserve because you don't have it. You can only give a person what you have. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Deandra, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? Um, I agree with you that failure, I don't even believe in the word failure. Everything that I thought was a failure was either a lesson or kind of a situation that God put me in to elevate me to another level. Um, I remember when I first started my entrepreneurship journey, I actually owned a salon with a friend. And my friend ended up passing away. And after she passed away, I was making good money, but I got so depressed just being in the salon and her not being there. I closed my shop at the height of my career because mentally I needed a break. And everybody, friends, family were like, oh, that's stupid. Why would you shut your salon down? Oh, you're making money. 
But at that time, that wasn't for me. I didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing. But I closed my salon down that July. And on October, I actually opened up my other business, which is called Tutu Maniac, a kid's party company. And my purpose was over as a salon owner. It was My purpose was to transition to something else. So when you fail, sometimes it's not a failure. It's actually a transition to your elevation, to your next level of what you're supposed to do and who you're supposed to be. So oftentimes failures are either lessons or transitions to your next era of life. Mm, you just said something that I love. Look, I'm taking a note. I may have to turn that into a meme. You said, Go ahead, girl. <laughs> He said, failure is a transition to your elevation or your next level. I love that, right? And in twofold, right? It depends on how you view it, right? Because some people can view failure as like, what was me? And stop. But if you choose to push through whatever happened and learn whatever you need to learn and keep going towards the higher mark, then it can be your transition to your elevation. So I love that. Thank you. And you definitely have to be retraining your brain all the time. Retraining your brain is like exercising. If you want to stay fit, you exercise, right? If you want to keep your mind on positive things, it's an everyday, sometimes every hour, every minute thing to just say, hey, let me stop. My thoughts are, they're going somewhere else. I know where that's headed. Let me... Let me talk to myself. Let me write down. Let me take a moment and think, why am I thinking like this? Let me deal with this right now and not later. Yes, I do agree with you. And I recently was in a workshop where they talked about that, how they talked about how we'll go get our nails done, right? Nail maintenance or hair maintenance or even car maintenance, right? But we don't take the time to maintain our emotional, mental and spiritual well-being. So that is a great, great point. So thank you. Okay. So DeAndrea, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? Yeah, um, I actually had a recent, I wouldn't even call it a failure. I think I fulfilled my purpose and it was just time to move on. I went to an event in Tampa earlier this year in March and I ended up putting a group of ladies together that own businesses to network. Um, we had our first meetup last month and it just didn't go the way that I thought it would go. I thought that, you know, they had the same values that I did and it didn't. And I actually had to step down as a leader from that actual group that I even created. The person that I stepped down from, I gave them all the logins to everything, showed them, you know, how to be effective leader. And I, I feel like maybe my purpose was to bring those group of ladies together, but not necessarily stay there. If my season or my purpose was not to be the leader for the long term, maybe to help somebody else transition into a leadership role or just to bring that group together to go on and do other things. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yes. And that that can be a hard realization, right? Because sometimes when you create something, you don't want to let it go. But being able to say, okay, well, you know, maybe this is all that I was meant to do. That actually takes a very mature mindset. And so that is being a great leader. So thank you for that. Okay. So DeAndrea, do you feel it's easier or harder or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? It's definitely harder because we as females, as women, sometimes we move with our emotions when we shouldn't. Even when you do have a good mindset, even when you do have wisdom or you are, you know, have have a growth in your spirit. Sometimes you get back to your emotions as a woman and it's hard to not move in your feelings. So 
That's one of the things that I feel like I've had to work on personally. And then number two, I felt like I've had to work as hard to prove myself because, you know, sometimes the boys club, they want to know that you can do it 10 times as better just to, you know, (laughs) just for them to even see you. So, yeah, definitely. I feel like it's been harder as a woman. Okay, thanks for that. And I do agree with both of the things that you said that as women, we have to work a lot harder than men. And this is, it's just, it's one of those, it is what it is kind of situations. And as women, we can be in our feelings. But I think that's universal, right? It depends on if a person is emotional or not, whether they're in their feelings. I don't know if, I mean, women tend to be in our feelings more than men. But then again, you can meet some men that are in their feelings more than women. (laughs) Facts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Deandrea, can you share any productivity tips with our listeners? The number one thing that I see as a coach, people don't want to ask for help and they want to do everything on their own. I understand when you're first getting started, you kind of have to do things yourself, DIY, be creative, find out ways when you can't pay people. But at a certain point, you're going to have to allow trust into your situation and trust other people to do the things that you're not so great at so that you can be effective. As a woman, I tell people all the time, I'm not ashamed to say, I pay somebody to help me keep my house clean. I'm a mom. I have kids. I'm a wife. I own a business. You have to ask for help. I asked my family, hey, I need a break this weekend. Do you want to take the kids skating, mom? Here's the money. Take them skating so I can have meals away. You have to ask for help. Don't be afraid to say, hey, I need help. I'm overwhelmed right now because it'll actually help you become a more productive person and productive in your leadership role if you ask for help. Trust other people. You're going to find those people that may, you can't trust at first, but be patient till you find your team and your tribe and your people. You need people to be successful to help you get to the next level. Okay. Thank you for that. And I do agree. Uh, We need to learn how to ask for help. And you said a key point, right? In order to be able to ask for help, you have to trust someone because that's part of not being able to let go is that you don't trust anyone to be able to handle it the way you would handle it or to value things the way that you value them. But once you're able to trust, then you can let go and and get some of the reprieve that that we do need as women because we carry so many wear so many hats and, and, and carry so many things on our shoulders. So thank you for that. Okay. So DeAndrea, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? So yes, I can share an experience. Um, Actually, the space that I was renting was owned by a couple. They were both African-American. They owned the whole plaza that I was leasing in. And um, I remember I was hosting a camp and the owner and his wife came to me and said that they wanted their daughter to come and work for me. And I'm like, really? They were like, yeah, we like the way you do business. Can she just come and intern with you? And I was so nervous. I'm like, I don't even know. (laughs) You know, (laughs) this is my first time doing camp, but you want me to hire your daughter? Like, I don't even know if I if the campus is going to turn out right, if it's going to turn out great. I'm like, okay. So I took a chance. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Let's see how it works. Okay, God, what am I going to do? Actually, she came in and was so helpful to my camp. She helped me grow my camp. And just me taking on a leadership role and um, mentoring her and showing her how to do the things that I did, like how to run a camp, because she wanted to be a teacher too. She was getting ready to go to college that after the summer and go 
you know, to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is at the end of those two summer months, they actually came back and gave me my rent back for those two months and said, here, invest this back in your business. Thank you so much. My daughter learned a lot. This is our thank you. And I had never in my life paid somebody rent and they gave me any money back. So I was like, is this a joke? Am I, is this a TV? I was nervous at first and even hesitant. Like, I don't know if this camp is going to be successful. Why do they want her to work for me? Why can't she work for them? You know, those were the thoughts I was having. Like, y'all own three stores. But I did it. I took a chance and it actually turned out to bless me. Not not only financially, but it blessed me to um, be able to bless her and teach her. I didn't know that she would even learn that much under, you know, my mentorship. So that was cool. I love that. That actually gave me goosebumps when you said that. Yeah, because that, that is nothing that happens every day for somebody to come give you not one, but two months of rent back, you know. So I love that. And I love how we're faced with these opportunities where we we don't think that we're up to par, right? But when we actually just go for it, amazing things happen. So I love how, you know, you were able to help her, she was able to help you, and then the family turned around and helped you even more. So that is so awesome. Thanks for sharing. Okay. So DeAndrea, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? Remember to trust yourself and listen to yourself. A lot of times we look outward and we want validation from others or we want somebody to agree with us, but you have to have that confidence and be able to stand on your decision. As a leader and business owners, you have to be able to make those split second decisions for yourself and trust yourself. So work on learning how to self-trust and listen to self. Okay. Thank you for that. That is, I can say that I definitely, this has been a struggle area for me where it's like, oh, I need a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth opinion. And it's for what, (laughs) you know, like, because at the end of the day, we have what we need in us to be successful if we believe in ourselves and just push forward. So that is great, great advice. Okay. So you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? (laughs) Good. (laughs) All right. So, DeAndre, I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Well, hey, listeners, thank you so much for allowing me to come and, you know, just share with you guys today. I am a biz coach and I help entrepreneurs turn their creativity into cash flow. I have an entrepreneur accountability squad. It's a group membership program for those of you that want to learn how to organize their business, turn their creative ideas into digital products and make money in their sleep. Visit my website at www.deandreabird.com. I'm most active on the, on Instagram, and that's at deandreabird. I love to connect with you guys, and thank you so much for having me. I definitely appreciate being here today. You're welcome, Deandrea, and we appreciate your insight today. I really enjoyed this interview with Deandrea, and I hope you did as well. I agree with DeAndrea's advice to ensure we are practicing self-care to recharge our batteries so we can show up fully for ourselves and those around us. As DeAndrea suggested, we need to keep a safe space to refill what we are putting out for others. 
When we take a moment to pause and refuel, we are allowing ourselves the space needed to stay motivated and avoid burning out. This is super important to be a successful leader. A quote by Lori Desheen reads, life is all about balance. You don't always need to be getting stuff done. Sometimes it's perfectly okay and absolutely necessary to shut down, kick back, and do nothing. I admire DeAndrea's ability to recognize when a venture is not for her and her willingness to pass the torch along to others who may be a better fit at the moment. When something doesn't feel right or does not turn out as desired, we have the choice to force it or move on. Making the decision to move on is not always easy, and many times people avoid doing so due to fear of failure or the unknown. As DeAndrea stated, we must learn to trust and listen to ourselves so we can make the best decisions for our lives. When we let go of things that are not meant for us, we make room for what we are supposed to have. A quote by Nikki Rowe reads, don't force it. If there isn't flow, let it go. I can relate to DeAndrea's experiences being the oldest of her siblings and falling into the role of leader by default as I experienced the same. As with DeAndrea, I did not welcome or want this responsibility. Having responsibilities placed on you as an adolescent can be hard and definitely comes with a bit of pressure. As with DeAndrea, I did not embrace my role as a leader until I was in my 20s and could figure out how I wanted to lead from my own perspective. A quote by Max McKeown reads, adaptability is about the powerful difference between adapting to cope and adapting to win. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. DeAndrea mentioned the importance of finding our tribe of people that will help us get to the next level. According to DeAndrea, it is imperative that we ask for help and trust others to get the job done because we cannot do everything ourselves, especially if we want to reach our maximum potential. This is an area I struggle in due to being let down by the people I asked and trusted in the past. I appreciate DeAndrea's advice to keep searching until we find the people that are meant for us. I will make it my business to keep searching for my tribe of people that are capable and willing to help make my dreams come true. A quote by Simon Sinek reads, we don't build trust when we offer help. We build trust when we ask for it. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing that you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend a training or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. Don't forget to subscribe to She Leads Podcast for first access to future episodes. And also like and share this episode of She Leads Podcast entitled Find Your Place in the World with DeAndrea Bird. Thanks. And until next time, be empowered and empower on.